Eagles Entertainment. On Monday, January 3rd, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media. Good afternoon, coach. Appreciate you taking the time today. You got it. How are we doing, everybody? We'll get started here with Jeff McLean and then John McMullen. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. You know, Jeff, I thought I was going to get to do this tomorrow, which is my birthday. I wanted you guys to, to sing to me, but got to do it today. So, uh, uh, well, uh, yeah, that's not, yeah, I'm not probably good. You won't hear me sing. Um, yeah, I know. Some of the pressures you got uh, didn't involve extra man. There was four men, but you were, you were giving different pre-snap looks to, to kind of throw off uh, the protection. Um, how effective were they? And, you know, how effective do you think they can be against the better quarterbacks in this league? Uh, good. You know, that, that goes into the quarterback and the protection scheme that you're going against. But uh, we've had some looks, you know, throughout the year that we've built some different things off of. And uh, we were able to deploy a different package, a couple third downs there, and uh, had some success. So we always look at things that – work or don't work and why something works or doesn't work and try to build off of it or throw it away or add to and we'll continue to do that but uh players did a good job with some of those some of those calls and executed and you know helped us get some stops go ahead john and then Les. hey jg happy early birthday thank um, you there we go i saw a couple smiles when i made the joke Jeez, oh man jeff come on man um so what happened first half versus second half and and then wanted to ask you about uh josh sweat you talk about guys train wrecking games is was that a train wrecking game from josh yeah it was so I'll, I'll talk about sweaty first yeah, he did a really good job you look at the first two plays and i mean he made two tackles and just you know very active violent plays but uh and playing the things that we ask him to do, playing at a high level. Um, you know, he affected the game in the run and pass game. He was hard to block. Um, they had to, you know, pay certain attention to him as the game got going. You saw they chipped him a couple times, doubled him a few times. But, um, you know, that's he's, he's one of our premier players. He stepped up, and he doesn't know this, but he's going to be the player of the game. But uh, so he did, I feel like, helped us one of the main reasons why we won that game. And then... You know, guys, you know how it goes, first half, second half. You know, gave up a couple plays early and just, you know, for, you know, we get cut out one time or we have bad eyes one time, that's kind of how it goes. You know, we're not, we're always striving to, you know, shut people out and be perfect, but we know that's not the how the game typically goes. That's not how any sport goes. You know, there's a human element into it and, you know, a lot of things going on during the game. But uh, I think it was a credit to our players we, we settled in and, you know, we, we fixed – the coaches did a good job of fixing what we needed to fix on the sideline, and then at halftime, we got to a couple different calls. And, and ultimately, again, you guys, you, the players make the calls come alive, not the other way around. So um, our guys felt good about what we were doing, you know, after we kind of got hit in the mouth a little bit. We showed some emotional stability, settled in, and, and played good football. So uh, you never want to start the game down 10 nothing or whatever it was, but – it is what it is, and you got to go from there. And just like we always talk about, that's you know, play the next play. So, credit to the players and the coaches where we we got the, you know, the the course corrected. Go ahead, Les, and then Bo. Well, John, you just pretty much answered what I was going to ask, but 
it seemed like the dichotomy was so uh, pronounced yesterday. Four straight possessions with scores for them in the first half. No points for them in the second half. I mean, people watching on TV are thinking you're going in at halftime and like waving a magic wand or something. Uh, You know, what? how did you get this turned around so completely? Uh, Was there something you went into the game, you know, not expecting? Or uh, was it just a matter of, of getting people to correct minor errors? Yeah, there, there's definitely no magic wand. If somebody has it, I'll, I'll pay them for it. Um, yeah, I, I, again, you know, it's just the players, you, you know, got to coach and play better, you know, and execute a little bit better and, and, you know, understand as the game goes how they're attacking you and what we have to do to combat that. And, um, you know, ultimately, though, I, you know, I just always go back to, you know, even when there's some been some games that we've started extremely fast, three and out, three and out, three and out, and then they go all the way down the field and score, and then they go all the way down the f- field and kick a field goal. Well, that, you know, it that kind of gets lost in a game where, oh, well, you gave up 10 points in the first half, but it's how you gave up those 10 points. So I see, I think what people are seeing, oh, man, they went right down the field and scored, and then they scored again, and they scored again. And it's like, man, we're not playing real great, but we did some good things in those drives, you know, to to minimize some of the points um, that were put on the board in the first half. And then in the second half, you know, the, you know, we got in at halftime and talked to the players about how we're going to call it and what we're going to do and the corrections that need to be made. And ultimately we, you know, we executed. So just think that, you know, in a football game, there's highs and lows, you know, every quarter, every series and, just got to keep playing, keep playing, play the next play, keep playing, and um, just try to execute at a high level. Thank you. Go ahead, Bo, and then Ed. Hey, JJ, I wanted to ask you about the the mechanics of the, the defensive line rotation. Is that, um, is it sort of Tracy's autonomy to decide who's in? How much back and forth is there between you and in terms of, you know, asking who you want to be on the field during the game? Yeah, good question, Bo. We normally set that up with the head coach uh, throughout the week, you know, Tracy, uh, Wash, myself, and the head coach. And, um, you know, you, you, we, in, in your mind, I think we've talked about this before, you know, you, you kind of set the, the game up a certain way and uh, knowing where we kind of want everyone to be around, how many plays, and um, sometimes the game doesn't go like that. And uh, so you just got to be able to adapt and adjust. And that's a constant conversation, you know, in between series, honestly. You know, how many plays did those guys just play? You know, where we're at in the game up top. You know, I'm asking Joe Casper, you know, how many, where are we at? How many plays are we? You know, we just went three and out here. Okay, we're fine. And then you start looking at the clock and you're like, okay, well, want to keep these guys fresh for this situation here. But we also got this package going on and we need this guy in. So, Sometimes that gets a little out of balance. You heard me say, like, those eight, and we had nine guys up, and they all played last yesterday. And, um, you know, we're trying to keep the horses fresh and um, and put guys in position that where they can be successful. So that changes. You know, we set that plan up throughout the week, and um, sometimes it holds exactly true how we said, and sometimes it, you know, gets a little bit, you know, out of balance or, or what we didn't say or it kind of played out a certain way, and, and that's okay. And it's good because our, you know, our players understand that the game goes, sometimes the game goes a little bit differently, and they got to be ready to play less or more when called upon.
Ed and then Maroub. Yeah. Hey, JG. Um, there's a chance you could play uh, Tampa again for a second time in the playoffs. Um, any advantage to having played them once already this year, or is it just so long ago that it's just two different teams at this point? Uh, be where your feet are, Ed. Dallas, man. Dallas. Well, let me ask you about Dallas then, if I could. Um, playing them a second time, again, played them at the end of September, I think. So, uh, you know, what? How, how different are these two teams at this point in the season? Yeah, that's a good question. That's It's, you know, every team's different week to week, especially then, you know, they played, we played them so long ago, which was different from the Giants and uh, the, Red, or the Washington football team. So we will use that game and look at it and see what we didn't do well and what we did do well and uh, how we have to play better to get ourselves in a chance to do our part to get ourselves you know, to be able to be competitive and win that game. Um, you know, they, they did some things that were good, I thought, and we have to have some answers for. And uh, I think we're a better football team, and they're probably a better football team too. So um, it'll, it's going to be a big-time challenge because they're loaded. Ruben and Zach. Hey, JG. Um, with all due respect to the, the quarterbacks you faced over the last month and a half, you know, they're not Mahomes and Brady and, and Dak and Derek Carr. Um, to, to the, you know, outside eye, it looks like you guys have improved. The stats say you've improved tremendously as far as coverage and pressure. Um, but, you know, the, the schedule is what it is. How much do you feel like you guys have improved as a defense? And, and where do you see that improvement since that first half? And how do you measure it considering the opponents, I guess, or the opposing quarterback specifically? Yeah, you know, I really don't measure it by the, the quarterback. I measure it, you know, at, from an execution standpoint. You know, I always look at when the pass defense, that's just not that's, – that's rush and cover, cover and rush. And, it, you know, every all 11 guys have to be doing a good job when you're talking about run or pass defense. And uh, so, I, you know, I think that we've improved in when we call – when we're calling certain coverages – you know, where people are at, you know, our spatial awareness, how we get on people. We're winning our leverage side a little bit better, I thought, right now, you know, last better half of the season than we were early. And some of those some of those things take time. You need reps. You need time on task. You need to, you know, there's unscouted looks that those guys are getting in certain coverages that, you know, I think that we've improved, you know, our, our ability to play the coverages the right way. And then when we pressure, I think we've improved that, you know, the ball's coming out a little bit quicker and we, you know, we're winning some more one-on-ones, I feel, and uh, the coverage is where it needs to be behind it. So, you know, ultimately, when you look at are you improving, are you not, you know, what's our record now? I, th- I think we are improving. Are we, are we where we're at? Or, you know, are we great right now? No, we got a lot of work to do. There's no doubt, and our guys know that. Uh, but I do think our understanding's better and our execution is better. Go ahead, Zach. Hey, Jonathan, happy early birthday. Uh, Thank you, Zach. Up, uh, following up on Bo's question from before, uh, two questions about the D-line rotation. First, why did uh, Kerrigan start and then Barnett get most of the snaps among the edge rushers? And then on the final drive of the game, it looked like you had a few snaps in a row. I believe it was four with most of your reserve linemen out there and uh, neither of your starting edge rushers. Was that the way it was designed to go? 
Yeah, the Kerrigan starting was a little bit because DB was on COVID. So, you know, we didn't know if we were going to get DB back or not. Um, so Kerrigan was, was going to be the starter there. And then we're going to see how, you know, as the week progressed, see how DB went. You know, I think he worked out before the game and then he ended up being fine. So that's why his play count were is where it was. And then at the end of the game there, you know, you I think we had to – what you just said is true, but we're kind of you want to want to keep fresh if they if they do keep going. You want you know some of those some of our starters in the game, so uh, that was spelled out how we wanted it spelled out, and um, you know I'm glad they did a pretty good job executing. And I thought that they were fresh at the end of the game and rushed pretty well. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, JG, happy early birthday. Um, what have you seen from Zach McPherson? Uh, behind the scenes, obviously we've only seen him kind of in spot duty, but how has he grown over the over the past, you know, four or five months? Yeah, uh, I think from a from a preparation standpoint, a lot. Uh, you know, I know D Will and DK they they hold those guys to a very very high standard with how they prepare for a game, uh, and you got to be on it or you will get exposed in that room. And um, he's done a good job to improve that part of his game. Uh, when he does get his chance in practice, you know, and right now as as the season goes on, the rep counts kind of go down. But uh, the reps that he does get in practice, he's doing a good job playing the coverages the right way. I think his eye discipline has been, you know, through the roof from where he started. And, you know, it's it's a different game playing on the highway in the NFL than it is in college, just with the coverages and how the offenses try to attack you. Um, and it, it can be a hard transition, but He's done a good job with the snaps that he's had in practice and in games where I think he's improved his game. Um, you saw him made some plays the two games ago. And, uh, you know, he's just – he's like all our all our rookies. That's why I'm so excited about our rookie class. You know, their football character is high. And, and they want to be out there and they want to play and they want to improve their game and help the team win. And, um, you know, they, they take that to heart. And uh, he's one of those guys that does that. We'll take one more question here. Go ahead, Zach. Yeah, following up on, on Rodney McLeod, you spoke about him last week in terms of the dependability. On that final play, what specifically from a football perspective did he do well to get the interception? Yeah, um, well, for the pre-snap alignment, took, took, took the quarterback off of their best player because we're in man-to-man. Uh, so he was in the right spot with that, had the right alignment, had the right depth. Read the quarterback the right way, cleared through the three-step, uh, saw the concept coming to him, which was a high-low over concept, uh, started to melt with the quarterback's eyes, held the, the dig window off long enough to where that wasn't going to be the second-level dig, and then he reacted to the quarterback. Took a great angle. You know, the ball was slightly underthrown. Anthony Harris did a great job with undercutting that. You know, when you're playing post-close defense and you're in man-to-man, when the ball gets to you on some of those over routes, we're always talking to our guys about being ball you man because that's how you use the post defender where you're making that quarterback throw it over you and in between the post defender. And sometimes that ball on that route, that's a hard throw. That can sail, and, and he was in the right spot at the right time and uh, made a play, and it was good to see that. But uh, – I mean, honestly, I see Rodney do that in practice. I expect him to do it in the game. So kudos to him. Good and well-executed walk-off for us there. Thank you. Thanks for the time, Coach, and happy birthday. Happy, happy you birthday. You got it. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. Appreciate Sorry. it. 
For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.